morning, everybody. Happy new week. I trust you're doing amazing. And um, and this morning, I have got someone that I actually get to spend quite a bit of time with. Um, actually, I'll make, sure, I'll make sure my comments are open here live, Jules. Uh, <laughs> but someone I get to spend a lot of time with and that started off with as as an author of ours. And she, she still is an author. Oh, sorry. My phone. Um, She's still an author of ours, but she's also our publications coordinator in our business, Julie Fisher, uh, right next to me, soon to be three times published author. So we thought we'd jump on today and share a little bit about her third book that's just in pre-launch, but about to be released. Is it right at the last stages, Jules, of layout and all that? Yeah, I'm actually just waiting for my proof copy to come now. So I'm really hoping it comes in the next couple of days. So, yeah, 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 amazing, amazing. But you can see there behind Jules, she um, has written two other books. Her very first one was at our May 2019 retreat, The Unexpected Journey, and then The Magic of Inclusion was um, after that. And now From the Hearts of Mums uh, is the third book. There it is. You can show it to us. It's a beautiful illustration on that particular book. And it's, um, you tell us, Jules, what, what is this third one? Obviously, you self-authored uh, the first two. Yep. What is this third one about and um, and why did you write it? I know it's a massive one. Was it about 67,000 words? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Um, yeah, so because of the feedback that I've received with my books about people um, getting an insight into our world and learning about the world of disability, I thought, you know, well, our story is just one story. You know, everybody's is um so different you know like as you say we're sort of traveling along the same road but we jot off onto different lanes and um, we all have different experiences and all of our experiences can help different people as well so um over yeah. covid i made some amazing connections both here in australia and overseas um, plus mm -hmm. i have a gorgeous group of uh girlfriends that are my support network uh, for when i mm -hmm had Darcy and I thought wouldn't it be cool to share all of their journeys because as I got to know them you know mm. I was interested in the different things that they've done and you know different strategies they've used and so I thought that could be a good book so I yeah. started um, I actually started planning it when the magic of inclusion was in its final stages that's the thing about writing a book I think you you get to the end of one and you start thinking about what's next what's next so I made a plan. Um, I asked quite a few. I probably asked about 17 mums if they would be interested because I knew that a couple would probably say no. And I yeah. got a yes from 12 and four wow. of them are from the UK and two from the US. Yeah. Um, and I started planning, okay, how's this going to look and all of that sort of stuff. So what I did was I um, made a list of questions but I didn't want it to be like an interview book I just wanted it to be a storybook so the questions were mainly just to get them speaking about what I wanted to include in the book and I interviewed them on um, on zoom and recorded it and then did the transcriptions and cleaned it up and then they self-edited and then I just started putting it all together um, I've included our story again in there too and I think I've written it a little bit differently included a few yeah. different things yeah so, so, that, so you interviewed them or did they write their section i actually interviewed them so they spoke it um yeah. which which i i think was really good because it really came from the heart yeah um 
and I didn't give them a, a limit on words either because yeah. I, I wanted them to really tell what they wanted to tell as well, which is why it's yeah. such a big book. But, you know, it, it's good because they're all separate stories. So, you know, if you if it looks too big to read from start to finish, you can just pick it up and pick any story to read um, and just get through them that way. Uh, the age range of the um, people with Down syndrome in the book are 2 to 73. Wow. So yeah, so that's pretty cool. And um, yeah, Doug and Bonnie, who are the last chapter, and he's a 73-year-old, their story is very, very unique because she wasn't his mum. She was his carer and he was their roommate for 21 years. So I, I was wrapped when she said yes because it's a very unique story. And it's also a story of hope for families that there are people out there that will be there for our kids when yeah. we're not there anymore. So, yeah. I love that. It's, it's so cool. What's the tagline of the book? Do you want to just... Um... I read it out. The tagline is um, stories of love and inclusion in the world of Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah, nice one, nice one. Just in case people didn't kind of relate it because obviously from the hearts of mums could be um, around anything, but of course people heard about the first and the second book that's um, kind of, it goes on that, um, uh, on that tangent. And that's wonderful. I think um, everyone feels like they're alone. Uh, I think in, yeah. when they have a child, with Down syndrome and then like they're going through particular challenges so to have a community around you of like-minded people with similar and then to figure out what's likely to happen at different stages of life right mm -hmm. yeah. we read um Darcy's story up to the age of 14 I think it was the first book yes yeah yeah, yeah. and then now it's he's what 17 is yeah, that right yeah 17 and next year is going to be his last year of school so yeah. Um, you know, we're starting to go on a different journey now with him and starting to look at what life is going to look like for him when he finishes school. So that's going to be the fourth yeah. book. It's going to be a follow-up to the first book. Oh, um, adulthood, independence or, you know, we get all those different stages. And, and different kids with Down syndrome have different challenges, right? That's right. Like, like we all do, I guess. You know, we all have different challenges. But yeah, yeah. Defi definitely. <laughs> and I think... Um, you know, what you touched on just then, supporting other families of what these books do as well. You know, mm. they do show, you know, there's beautiful pictures of um, the mums and the, and the kids and then there's a beautiful photo of the families at the end of each chapter. Mm. Um, so it shows them, you know, that, that they're family just like everybody else and, and reading their stories hopefully will be good for other families coming into the Down syndrome community. So I think it's really positive. I think sometimes, and I don't know, I, I can't speak from personal experience, but maybe you can tell me, um, it can feel all doom and gloom in the beginning, what's life going to be an unknown, right? Yeah. And unpredictable. So if they read a book such as this or your first couple of books, um, they can get that insight that you can have an amazing, happy life and and be a normal family and you know you're just going to have different things that you're going to have to learn to do and how to do them and navigate them so gives them hope and um and positive outlook towards the future right yeah 100 percent. and even and it is it is very daunting at the start because the road that you thought you were going on with your child changes completely yeah. and you've got no idea what's coming you know um and um, unfortunately, you don't get a lot of resources from the medical side of things. So it's other support that you have to look for. Um, in today's yeah. age, there's online stuff. So you can hop onto Facebook and look for some groups straight away. Um, when I had Darcy, there was no um, Facebook or anything like that. But I was yeah. lucky because 
I had a friend who had a daughter or has a daughter with Down syndrome and she was doing a support group. So I just joined their support group, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's other um, bodies like Down Syndrome Victoria that can help too. But I think when you read and listen to people's lived experiences, yeah. you know, even with the struggles, you know, these kids, you know, they're just, they're amazing human beings like everybody else and they can teach us so much they've got so much to give to the world you know like one of my favorite things about Darcy is his complete unconditional acceptance of other people like he he just embraces everybody and if there is something that he doesn't like about you well uh, that's always a bit of a flag for me I always think oh hmm, what's wrong with you (laughs) yeah because he he has no filter as well so like you know he's um He's a very funny boy, but so happy. Like, you know, you, you can't help but being happy around him all the time. You know yeah, what I mean? he's, got a, he's got a good energy. And, and you know, in saying if, if he doesn't like you, he doesn't pick on you and he doesn't, um, you know, make you feel bad. He just leaves you alone. And, you yeah. know, the people that he does love, he, oh, he gives it 110%. And, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. very funny, cheeky young man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So when you had him, is this one thing that you felt was missing um, in information out there from real families? That's why you wrote your books? I think so, yeah, Um, because you get a lot of negative stuff when you get diagnosis and things like that, you know, and and look, that's what they have to do. They have to give you the facts and they they have to tell you what may happen, what may go wrong. You know, people with Down syndrome do have... um, Yeah some do have some very complex medical issues um yes. in saying that then you know like typical people can have complex medical issues as well so um i think sharing your story is that positive outlook on it and shows you that even though there is a disability there's still lots of love and lots of fun you can have and lots of learnings you can get from from these guys like they they're, they're incredible I love being part of this community you know and and Darcy's got some older friends as well which I love because um I can see I can have a look at what's coming you know like yeah and I've done that since he was a baby you know if I saw a a little toddler in the shops with Down syndrome I would focus my attention on them and see what they were doing and you know are they walking are they talking are they you know yeah and, yeah, and yeah, I would yeah. always go and say hello and um, and ask questions as well if I if I you know if the conversation flowed. And the thing that's happened since the books have started to come out, you've become a bit of an ambassador within this community, sharing and uh, connecting people because you are a very resourceful pe- person by nature. So you've always figured out what's available to us, what can help make life easier and all that sort of stuff. Whereas some other parents might feel like they're completely on their own. So what would be your advice to them? Um, Yeah. And that's very, very true that you do. And you do feel like that a little bit, especially at the start. My advice to them is to get in contact with some sort of support, whether it's your local Down syndrome group or a group that you find online and start connecting with other people um, some people feel like they don't need that because they just want to do it on their own. But it's like when you have a baby for the first time, you know, you go to yeah. a first mum's group and you're all, you're all, it's like-minded people. So you know, your baby might be doing something that you think, oh my God, why are they doing that? And then you go to the me. Yeah. You go to the group and all the other babies or some of the other babies doing are doing, yeah. And it just makes you feel 
normal, I guess, you know, not many people like using that word, but sometimes we need to use it. So I would say, yeah, just reach out to somebody, you know, the support can come from the most unlikely person sometimes, you know, Um, and who you relate to, you know, there's some amazing groups out there and um, during COVID, I connected with quite a few of them and we've been fortunate to be part of their mission as well, which is to raise awareness and show the beautiful side of Down syndrome is, you know, because yeah. we, yeah. So because you do get that negative um, information yeah. from, from the doctors and when you get a prenatal diagnosis, you know, I'm hoping it's changed now, but from some of the stories it hasn't in my book, um, you know, they do talk about termination a lot. Um, yes. And some of the rates around the world are quite high and they don't need to be because, you know, these guys can be just as impactful on the world as anybody else. And, yeah. you know, they can enjoy employment. They can do well at school. They can all sorts of things, you know, yeah. like it, it doesn't matter how and long it takes. just other stuff that you don't get to learn from, you know, um, you know, people that are not like that. So like, you know, I think, as you said, you've learned so much. Darcy's taught you so much. and sure the parents that share their stories within this book mm. um you know often share some of the things that, that never would have happened there's always a silver lining in 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 moments of where you feel like oh you know i don't want this to be happening to me and all that kind of stuff but then you stop and you go it was all for a reason i needed to walk this path and have this journey and this yeah. person was sent my way to teach me some of the lessons i needed to learn in this lifetime right Oh yeah. 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 So I'm going to tell you I'll take you to pull together the 12, 12 stories, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think about that the other day actually because the publishing process has been the same as the other books it's gone quite through quite quite quickly. Um yeah. but probably probably about 12 months, I'd say. Yeah. From start to finish, yeah. like from planning and who I was going to ask. Yeah. 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 other people when other people come on this journey to pull together a book, it's always a little bit more complicated because you're relying on other people. You would want to send them, you know, if you interviewed them verbally and then you transcribed and then tidied it up and showed them and get an answer. Not every person um, is, um, you know, will get back to you on time and sort of the time blows out sometimes, um, you know, quite, quite a lot, but 12 months, I think that's a, a really good timeline to pull together 12 people to come up with a pretty big book uh yeah. for what yeah so what's the intention for this book is it just now you have like a trilogy around yeah. this <laughs> you can call it your little trilogy that people can buy it as a, a a pack as well but what i know jules you also offer support to families um yes. and you control them around finding support and resource it's like um i would say you're like a person, you know how sometimes you're in business, and this is what something I wasn't aware of in my early years, probably in the first seven years of my business. I didn't, I wasn't aware that there were grants available that could mm. help you grow your business, right? Um, and then someone said, Why don't you go for this export grant? Like you're taking your business to USA and all this sort of stuff. And then even last year, I worked with an ex grant ex a specialist, she one of our authors, Kim Yadley, and then you know, we were able to generate $100,000 worth of grants for our business to help grow and all that sort of stuff. You are the same kind of person. People don't know what's out there, right? And I believe like you connect the dot because you've been through it before, right? Or yeah. you know where the groups are, you know, you're shortcutting that whole system 
um, of people are kind of feeling lost. Should I do this? Should I do that? I'm not really sure like where to look. You could like go, bing, what shortcut, <laughs> save yeah. them time. And, you know, like because they're super busy in their own lives. Yeah. Would you say, is that the right kind of metaphor of describing how you can help families or? Yeah, that's one of the things. And um, because, yeah, it is quite daunting. And some people, like even with the ease of the internet and Google and everything now, you still, yeah. you don't know where you're going to land and, you know, it's quite daunting. Should I call these people? Shouldn't I? Um, so, yeah, so I have assisted some families with that and also with um, goals and strategies for their kids because sometimes yeah. you yeah, can bang absolutely. your head against the wall with your own child because you've tried a couple of things that you can think of and it's not working um, and then someone else will come in and say, well, have you tried this or have you tried that? And it's like, oh, okay, we'll try that. And the other thing is I, I, I always say to people, if it doesn't work the first time, it doesn't matter. Like, mm. you know, because these guys, especially kids with Down syndrome, they do take a little while longer to learn things. So, you know, just mm. what you do now might not work now, but it might work in 12 months' time or things like that. So I give them that confidence to just keep trying and not give up as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so I really enjoy that. Every, and, every beginning is hard, right? Every beginning right. is hard. That's right. As my mum said, you yeah. gotta keep going, and I think then you reach if you keep trying, you reach a tipping point where something will will work. And just because if one strategy doesn't work, doesn't mean something else won't. Yeah, that's know? right. That's right. Yeah. And to keep trying, like you know, I mean, we've been working with Darcy on lots of things, and these last twelve months, he's overcome some fears that he had, and you know, we're still working on other goals as well. But he's slowly but surely ticking those off, and it, it hasn't mattered once he's achieved it. It hasn't matter how how long it's taken. How long you know? it took? No, I think it's the same for us. I think you know you you do your best, and sometimes it feels out of reach, out of reach, out of reach, and you keep going and going and going. And you have to have it's like having a kid. You forget all the pain you have to go through to have the kid as soon as it's like there. Yeah, and then uh, and then it's like you know move on to the next step, and that's wonderful. Like there's so little few um, so few people in the world overall. Uh, they don't set goals yet, let alone in a situation like this set, setting goals is so important to make you feel like you're progressing and that you're moving forward in whatever capacity you possibly can yeah, yeah. that's right that's right and um yeah and and sometimes you'll have a big goal and it might seem really unreachable but setting little goals to reach that big goal is is a strategy as well that I, I can help with with families because I've done that with Darcy myself so um, and I've listened to my friends with older kids who have, you know, they're doing things like moving into supported accommodation and, you know, things like that. But they, they're not just moving out like a typical yeah. child would. They have, to, they have to work on learning how to, you know, manage that as well, like doing their washing and shopping and making a list and paying bills. You know, they can learn all of that as well. They can live independently. So, you know, it's daunting, but... Um, <laughs> It's doable, that's for sure. But any anything, even through school, there might be a big goal that you want them to achieve, but it might seem unreachable. So you just got to break it down into smaller goals to reach that bigger goal. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, very cool. So this is this is how you support. For, as a result of the book, this is the support that you have available, and also you do a bit of speaking. Last night you actually messaged me this morning to say that you want a speaking like challenge that you are part of, and then. You're going to get another opportunity. Tell us a little bit about the speaking that you can do because maybe there's someone listening to this interview and kind of go, oh, my God, 
I need her to speak to my people, my group, and all that sort of stuff. So you did a TED talk. Yes, um, I've done a TED talk. I would love to share below this um, live the link. We'll find that link. And also, guys, the book um, from the Hearts of Mums is currently a pre-sale, but Jules's website is down. Uh, otherwise, it's normally juliefisher.com.au. Um, but she does have a pre-sale link. The book's only literally weeks away from coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, as she said, proof copy is going to be in her hands hopefully this week. And yep. then checking that off, you know, finalising it and boom. Like I literally think maybe just three weeks away. So snap it up at the pre-launch price um, via the link that we'll also post. We'll probably just get off. Uh, when we get off this, we'll share her TED Talk and the pre-launch link. And I think it's wonderful to support um you know, um, families like this to to get the information out there to more and more people. Um, so back to the speaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got distracted. I was thinking you've done so much. Like, you know, I've had you. I've been very blessed to have you in my life now for four years coming up in yeah. May. Probably we've known each other now more than four since the day we met was uh, nine months before your actual program attendance. Yeah. But, you know, I've seen how much you've kind of grown and when three books later... A TED Talk, obviously these, um, uh, you know, um, opportunities. Tell us about the speaking you have been doing and what other speaking maybe opportunities are you looking for? Yeah, so the, the main one is um, my passion, which is, you know, inclusion and acceptance, but it's about the everyday stuff. Like it's about how important it is to be aware of of stairs because like for Darcy, like I look, I look at people too. I think I find people fascinating, but um, I smile at them or I give them a wave. And when somebody's looking at Darcy, I just immediately think it's negative. So it's very important to be aware of that. And, um, and, and I want people to know how much it affects us, especially as well words. Like when people say stuff and people do say stuff, they say really nasty stuff or they point at him and they laugh or they point at him and they say, oh, look at him. And, you know, it's not nice. Like, it's awful. And they're people that don't matter in our lives. They don't come home with us, but they leave such a big impact. Mm -hmm. So I want to be that change maker. And I want to give other parents the confidence to take their kids out and deal with that as well. I've got mm -hmm. friends that won't take their, their kids to certain places because of what they've experienced yeah. there, because mm -hmm. people have said something or they've pointed or their kids I mean just even the other day people say to me surely it you know you don't need to be talking about that now well the other day I read a post that said we we're at the park and a little boy came up to my son and said your sister looks disgusting now I know that that's just a little kid but wow you know I mean that that's going to stay with that mum for the rest mm. of her life she's going to remember that for the rest of her life so we really need to just be kind and and realize that you know people like Darcy and lots of people everybody with a disability is a person first with feelings just like us um yeah, yeah so but I've also been asked to speak about unexpected journeys um to women's groups wonderful yeah and you know sort of the impact of them and what we do with them and and then I just share my story about the big unexpected journeys and how they've changed my life in particular you know Darcy and the books and mm -hmm you know, what I'm doing now, the people I'm meeting and, you know, the people I'm helping. Um, even with my first book, I had a lady come up and at an expo, just random, and she received mm -hmm. my book in a care package and she said, I wanted to thank you for saving my daughter's life. And I said, oh, 
I tried to be really cool and calm, but the tears were welling up. And I said, oh, how, did that, how did that happen? How did that come about? And she said, well, we were going to terminate because the doctors told us, you know, that, you know, we should pretty much. And um, they got a care package with my book. So she said, I read your book and it completely changed our mind. And here she is. Look at her. She's beautiful and, you know, she's healthy. And thank you so much. So you know, stuff like that. I share that story a lot when I speak as well because it's very powerful, you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, yeah. And what, a, I, what a rewarding journey. Like I think I, we often try to communicate to budding authors, you know, if you can just change one life. I had an email like that from a person who read my original weight loss book that I travelled around on a Kentucky tour when I was like um, much younger in my 20s and she had picked up my first book and she said it's become her bible around staying on track and it's like to me it doesn't seem like a big deal um, but she said you changed my life because mm -hmm. I was going down a spiral that you know um, and I just keep going back and keep rereading and it's like wow you know um, it's it's such a good feeling and I, I think then it spreads you know, you're involved in international groups and you're such an amazing networker. That's what I love about you is that, you know, you're um, like how you said how accepting Darcy is pretty much of everyone. I think that's um, rubbed off on you. <laughs> For the person that I know of you, like you'll talk to anybody. You'll like go up to anybody like without any, like you're very accepting as well. So, you know, that's a, such a wonderful trait to have. And um, I can see all of those wonderful things you know in your personality as well and how accepting you are of our community of authors that you support on the way when they're getting stressed you you always stay calm show them that next step <laughs> and all that sort of stuff so um you know you're you're the one that just like can just bring them back into it's all right let's just take the next step in your goal in your big big goal of publishing a book so um yeah look i'm super proud of you um you know you're smashing through books um you know and um it really um, all the things you should be doing, you are doing. You know, you're doing Thank the speaking. You. I know you've had media. You've got radio. Um, what's the radio thing every Tuesday? What's the oh, show? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's called The Unexpected Journey and it's on our local community radio, RPPFM. And it's every Tuesday, two till three. And it's another platform where I can share service providers and, yeah. um, you know, to the local community, you know, what they offer and how they can get in contact with them. So it's just another little way of getting that message out there. And yeah. if Tina, I have a co-host, which is my support friend, Tina. Yeah. Um, if we don't have a, a guest, we talk about experiences that we've had and yeah. and things like that and what we've done with our kids. So, you know, there's always lots of great information coming out of that. And um, yeah, the feedback we've got of that is fabulous. So it's lots of fun yeah. too. It's lots of That's fun. another thing. Like I keep seeing all the things you've done, <laughs> like you know, she's got her own radio show. What's the um, um, exact, exact frequency of the station in case Melbourne people are um, want to log, uh, log on 2 p.m. Melbourne time every Tuesday? Yeah, except not this what? week because we've got retreat tomorrow. That's right, we've got retreat <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. But yeah. what's the frequency? It's 98.3 or 98.7, but you can listen live on their website. So you can oh. listen Australia-wide on their website. Uh, and what is it? R double P F M. There you go, guys. Yeah. Tune in to, uh, to hear Jules on there as well. And yeah, uh, we'll post the links for the book pre-launch. Um, uh, maybe also share your website. Just know that just at this current time today, 
uh, being 20th of February 2023. It's down, but it'll be up probably after that. And it'll, the book will be up there as well as soon as it's um, launched. But there's a pre-launch link where you can just pre-purchase it. Then uh, we're going to post the TED uh, talk that you did. I thought that was really moving. I highly recommend you spend the 15 or 17 minutes they go for, um, you know, having a, a listen. Um, and Thank congratulations you. on winning that challenge also. Uh, yesterday, it's um, all good things happen, you know, you know, what is it? Um, good things happen to those that hustle or to get out there, you know, uh, time passes and they people think you're lucky, but you've worked the last what is it, 17 years to getting to this point to sharing your experiences and actually putting it together so it doesn't just stay in your mind, mm -hmm. but it actually now serves other people, gives them hope and shortcuts on how to how to uh, deal with a family, you know, a different family from uh, from what's considered normal, as we say. Yeah, like yeah. That and just while you were, you were talking, I thought, oh, my God, you could have like a hashtag campaign. You know how they have like, hashtag this hashtag i was thinking stop staring or stop the stare uh, oh yeah yeah because you always talk about that every time i talk to you yeah um i was just like um you know you always mention it it always is the thing that comes up and i thought that would be a really cool hashtag campaign <laughs> we could like to spread that awareness um about it and um it wouldn't be just for i guess down syndrome families it could be for anyone that maybe has a visual disability yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, it, it it counts for lots of lots of different people in in yeah. the community. There you go. Take so. that idea, put it out there because <laughs> else listens to the interview and takes it from us. But anyway, guys, thank you, Jules, for popping in today. Share, please show us your um, cover of the new book that's soon coming out. One more time, guys. Yes. As um, as you saw behind Jules, other unexpected journey and the magic of inclusion. There it is, beautiful illustration from the hearts of mums. Twelve inspirational stories of mums who have had um, children with Down syndrome lived with them between the age of what two and seventy three. Is that what we said? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, that's a whole lifespan of, um, you know, experiences and insights there. I've Have loved, an amazing I've loved, day, guys. Yeah. yeah. I've on. loved putting it together. It's been really, really a great, a great ride getting it all together. And I can't wait to get it out there and for everybody. And you the platform to at least start sharing part of their story. Now in a chapter, maybe you'll inspire them to write whole books. Yes. <laughs> love yeah. it love it awesome all right guys have an awesome week and go ahead and smash it out bye